Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back to Season 4 of Pigeonal Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve and Sam. Good morning, hockey fans. And Steve isn't here yet, ladies and gentlemen, but he'll be jumping on. And uh, you know us, we're not hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. Well, Sam, while we wait for Steve, how's life going? Life's going pretty good. Um, I just spent Thanksgiving and my birthday with my family, which was really nice. Um, and uh, ate a lot of good food, ate way too much food for the record, and uh, <laughs> and got to spend some time down in the Bay Area where the weather was nice and sunny. And uh, yeah, just had a nice relaxing holiday. And now I'm back in Oregon and uh, itching to get ready back into hockey season next weekend for not this weekend, but next weekend for the Royals. So, um, yeah. How about you? Ah, well, um, as me and you were briefly talking before we jumped on the podcast recording, uh, I just got back from Copenhagen again. We, uh, in order to officially kind of move here to Vancouver Island, we kind of have to move out of Denmark. And so we went back and did that, uh, sent off some of our boxes. And uh, I tell you, the the travel back here, Took 26 hours from the moment I woke up at the airport hotel to the moment we got back in our apartment. And I've had worse travel experiences, but I will say that that was the worst security-wise in terms of how many times it had to happen. And usually when you go to the airport, uh, you only have to check in once. You check in in your city. So I checked in in Copenhagen, dropped all our bags off. Um, thankfully, they're all underweight. And uh, off we went to London. And when you get to London, fun little fact, since they're not the EU anymore, you have to go back through security. So leave yourself extra time if you're if you're flying through London. But uh, we had to go back through security, uh, which means they want you to empty out those water bottles that cost you six bucks a pop. Um, but they give you free refilling stations. Yay. Uh, thereafter. Um, but uh, yeah, the had to do that. And then. You know, the, the flight out of Copenhagen was slightly delayed, so we got into London a little bit later, and it turned our very short duration into kind of applying through security. And then they, the security aspects there, like every little thing that you thought you were cleared to take when you get into London, people were having to throw stuff out. People were having to throw out child's medication, which is absurd. But yeah, anyway, going through London was none too pleasant. Then we made it into Seattle uh, and surprise, more security. So 
we uh, had to go back to passport control again because we had to do it. I think passport control in Copenhagen. And I don't recall if we had to do it in London. I was pretty tired. I think we had to go through. Oh, we no, I don't think we did. And then we had to go. Well, what? here's what happened. I made a mistake in Seattle because I didn't know I had to grab my bags to pull them through security. Like my checked in bags that I thought would make it all the way to Victoria. We're not going to Victoria. And we went through uh, the border agent. And right as right as I'm about to walk through, I just decide, hey, real quick question. Um, we didn't have to get our bags, did we? He's like, yeah, you do. I'm like, uh, he's like, just go talk to that guy in green. He'll take you back there. And then he'll just, you know, pull you back through. It's like, okay. So we went there. We got our bags. As And we find the green guy again. Or the guy in green, not the green guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he uh, will, goes to pull us through. But then another border agent's like, no, 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 no. They can't do that. You have to pull him through this way. He has to get a, a, airplane, a plane representative from British Airways then to pull us through the agriculture, which I don't understand why, section. So... This guy in green had to find a British Airways agent. That British Airways agent had to walk us up to th up and through the agriculture section so they could scan all our bags. They scanned all our bags. They let us out. And it's like, now we have to drop off our checked-in bags again at security to make sure they make it Victoria. Well, one of my bags, again, here's where mistake number two happens in Seattle. So again, my fault. One of the bags said it, it stopped in Seattle. I'm like, no, 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 no. It goes to Victoria. She's like, well, your, your sticker says it stops in seattle i'm like ah, let's fix that so she's fixing it i'm just kind of turning the background trying to pull the stickers off because i want to make sure that they go to victoria and i'm like this isn't my bag i grabbed somebody else's bag that looked exactly like mine and uh i was like oh this is gonna get even more fun so i asked them and they're like oh yeah to put the sticker back on it let's you have to take it back to security it's like oh great so take it all the way back. And then cops stop me there. And they're like, uh, what do you do? And I'm like, I took somebody else's bag. It looks like this one. Mine looks like this one, but it's not my bag. So then the cops had to go find out where my bag was. And then they found it. And apparently the person whose bag I took had grabbed mine because they figured their bag wasn't there. And this yellow bag kept going around in circles. So like whoever took our bag, I think this is theirs. So they had to wait. I had to wait them for them to go through security and passport control. And then we met up right there outside. So sorry to the British couple whose bag I took, but apparently they've done it as well. So it didn't feel as bad um, in the past. So it just delayed everything. And I was thirsty because I had to keep dumping out water. Right. And um, yeah, finally got that stuff through and uh, got into the airport finally. And then our flight got delayed again uh, going to Victoria. And uh, we made it back here. Um, oh, my goodness. That was going through. Yeah, having to actually go through security four times was ridiculous. And I and I bought duty-free in Copenhagen. And I don't know how, but it made it all the way here. It went through both borders. And they both, I mean, the U.S. kind of, like, stared the thing down. And we're looking for, like, any possible break in it. I'm like, no, there's no break in the bag. You're not taking my liquor. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted my Alborgakovit. And uh, I got it here, so. As we're still waiting for Steve, though, Sam, let's uh, let's break into the uh, the podcast here. What do you think? Yeah, what's uh, what's today's topic, Chris? Uh, we're going to be talking about the NCDC Mountain Division uh, standout players of the month for November. So it's been a great month of hockey. Uh, I have been able to catch some games, but not a ton. But again, 
our, our rankings are based off of a lot of different factors, including there is some statistics involved in it, but it's not completely statistics based. It's a bunch of information we can, we can receive a bunch of information we can look into statistics and then just again, watching the games themselves. So uh, that's what we're going to get into is the uh, top five positional standouts in the NCDC mountain division. So let's break into this. Yeah, we're, uh, let's see here. So we're going to start at the blue line and who are the uh, NCDC Mountain Division Defenders of the Month for November? All right, the NCDC Mountain Division Defenders of the Month, start with number five, is going to be from the Idaho Falls Bud Kings, the 05 from Troy, Michigan, DJ McLeish. Four goals, four helpers this month. He only played a handful of games, too. Uh, he didn't play a full month, but the games he did play, he really stood out. And uh, yeah, incredible player. At number four, uh, it's going to be Nate Farrell, the 04 from the Pueblo Bulls out of Wheaton, Illinois, putting up a goal and five helpers. At number three, the 03 from the Rock Springs Grizzlies from Brentwood, Tennessee, Sean Caraman with two goals and a helper. At number two, from the Ogden Mustangs, the 04 from Bloomington, Minnesota, Jack Bartfield with one goal and three helpers. And who do we have as the top defender of the month for the NCDC Mountain Division? Oh, you're going to be happy to hear this because he's on your fantasy team. But he's the 03 out of Graz, Austria from the Idaho Falls Bud Kings with two goals and five assists, Mateo Mitrovic. He has had an incredible month. Love seeing the fact that, again, he's in the uh, or on the Idaho Falls Bud Kings again this season as he made it up from their Tier 3 team last year to the Tier 2 NCDC team this year. Uh, incredible defender and a well-earned defender of the month from the Pigeon Hockey Podcast. All right, Sam, so uh, let's move into the forwards here. Who are the top five forwards of the month for November? All right, we're going to start with from the Rock Spring Grizzlies. We got the 2005 from Maryville, Illinois. Payne Smith putting up four points, including a goal and three assists. Uh, at number four, we've got the, from the Utah Outliers, the 04 from Whitby, Ontario. Garrett Joss who had 12 points, including six goals and six assists. A very even spread right there. Uh, another player out of Rock Springs, yep. the 05 from Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. And number three, we got Owen Meyer, who had four points for the month, two goals, two assists. And number two from the Idaho Falls Spud Kings. I'm going to guess that's the 05 out of Lincoln, Nebraska, Jackson Beach, putting up five points, including three goals and two assists. Uh, but Chris, who is the number one uh, Pigeonhole Hockey Forward of the Month? That is going to be the 04 out of Butler, Pennsylvania, from the Ogden Mustangs, Brody Simcoe, putting up nine points this month, including six goals and three helpers. Again, he's been really standing out since he joined the Mustangs this season, but this month he really started to really started to shine above a lot of the competition, and uh, yeah, well earned top forward of the month for November. Since uh, we don't have Steve yet, let's talk about the sponsors for this episode. And let's start with Raycon. You know, it's that time of year. The uh, Yuletide music is starting. Lights are going up. But it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because the early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before on this podcast as when I needed to switch out my headset 
the Raycon earbuds were basically the best option to get out there based off the price and the quality. They met my needs. And Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and perfect in-ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Power Tech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Raycon is known for the delivery high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands, so it's no wonder its products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in on the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything in their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. And let's look at the other sponsor for this episode, and that's going to be DraftKings. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. In fact, tonight you got a San Jose-Boston game with a 1.5 spread. So download the app now and use code THPN. New customers get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus specs expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Sam, uh, I suppose this is where we're going to talk about the top five goalies in the month. And uh, let's break into it right here at... Uh, Number five, the uh, the 0-3 from Phoenix, Arizona, from the Rock Springs Grizzlies, Tucker and Bennett, who stopped 335 shots out of 364 for a 9-2-0 save percentage in eight games played with a 1-5-2 record. I tell you what, the winning record might not be there, but he is giving the Rock Springs Grizzlies a fighting chance every single time he steps in net, and he's really completely taking control of that net. I think he's only not played one or two games this month, so... Uh, again, well-earned uh, mention here on, at number five. Uh, at number four, it's going to be Michael Polston from the Provo Predators. He's an 0-4 from Cedarburg, Wisconsin, stopping 189 of 205 shots for a 9-2-2 save percentage in six games with a 3-2-0-1 record. Uh, he was our Pigeon Hockey Podcast Goalie of the Month for September, and he earns another uh, look here in November. I can't remember if he was on the podcast uh, list in October can't recall but uh he earned another spot here and uh it is again well earned at number three it's going to be someone who's recently joined their team and really again started to take the net and that's going to be the 04 from hanover minnesota from the pueblo bowls bo altman i tell you what 225 saves and 241 shots for a 934 save percentage in six games played with 312 record he has really helped I think start to turn around Pueblo season. It's not like Pueblo started off bad. They actually started off, I think the first weekend really strong and then kind of 
you know, had some struggles, but I think Bo Altman has really given them kind of the the safety um, on the back end that they needed and has given his team the opportunity to take some more chances and, and get some offensive opportunities. At number two, it's going to be the 06 from Hanfield, New Jersey, from the Ogden Mustangs, who's definitely been on this uh, list every month so far. And that's going to be Vladislav Brzgalov, stopping 115, 122 shots in four games played with one shot out and a two and two record. He, again, has had another solid month. Watching him play is just incredible. He, he's He's got it, man. He's absolutely got it. And again, he's he's earned his spot at number two this month very recognizable last name and certainly not a surprise to see him once again on the list. Uh, however, we'll go to who is the top pigeonhole hockey goalie of the month for November, Chris? The top goalie of the month from the Pigeon Hockey Podcast for November is going to be none other than from the Utah Outliers, the 03 from, I believe it's pronounced Perfond, Quebec, uh, is Philip Rendina. 126 saves on 130 shots for a 9.69 save percentage in five games played with two shutouts and a four and one record. I mean, I think the outliers were trying to figure out who's going to step into that number one role. And I mean, they've had some good goalies in that so far this year, and they've got some great goalies still. Um, but he seems to be the goalie that's starting to maybe become that one A. And um, the other goalies might be fighting for that one B position. Uh, Rendina's really, really stepped up this month and uh, really taken that net there in Utah. And so well-earned Pigeon Hockey Podcast Goaltender of the Month. So Those numbers are ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, 9-6-9 this month in, in five games. Uh, really, really impressive. And again, if, if some of you haven't been mentioned, it doesn't mean you're not being watched. It doesn't mean you're not being noticed. Uh, this month there were, in fact, again, another 18 goalies that suited up uh for uh the net in the ncdc mountain division so there's a lot of great action i i love the crowds the crowds are there in all these arenas uh the fan support has just been great this year the action has been incredible and uh, i'm really excited to see this you know continue to go through the rest of the season and uh into the playoffs. In fact, coming up this next month is going to be the um, showcase. I think it's being hosted by Idaho Falls, and I really wish I could be there. This year is not – nothing's in the cards for me this year with all the travel. But uh, if, if, if you are in the area of Idaho Falls, you can get there. and You can see all these games in action. Um, I guess all these teams in, in game action uh, for the uh, – I don't know what they're calling it. I know the, the Western showcase for – uh, the tier three levels in Vegas again, but I'm not sure what they're calling the showcase. Maybe it's just the Western showcase or the mountain showcase in Idaho falls, but it is the weekend of the 14th of December, which um, I think coincidentally might be when I'm traveling yet again to empty my storage unit um, in Utah. So unfortunately I will. I mean, I probably won't drive through Idaho Falls, but I'll be more focused on my life than uh, hockey at that moment. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I'll be watching. I'll definitely going to be trying to watch the games on uh, on Flow Hockey. And uh, yeah, it was another nice thing is with with the TV and everything in our new apartment. Um, the Apple TV is the only way I can get Flow Hockey. It was the same way with Hockey TV. You couldn't get the Hockey TV app on a lot of these new smart televisions, but you can get it on Apple TV. Um, hmm. So. It's great. I kind of like the way the app functions. Um, 
at least on on the Apple TV because it allows you to pick by sport what you want to watch and it then shows you everything that's happening live. So for a, a psycho sports fan like myself, and I, I think you are in that boat too, you know there's always <laughs> going to be something live on. Exactly. Quick question. Yeah, shoot. Um, yeah, shoot. So I was out of curiosity for these showcases, do they count towards the fantasy league? A hundred percent because they're the regular season games. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. I didn't realize that the NCTC also had a showcase. I only knew about the USPHL one, which I think is like the following week or maybe not week, but like, I think it's on like the 17th, possibly the one in Vegas. Um, and I, I don't know who, who's going to play who I know the Royals were technically matched up against the team that, they shouldn't have been matched up against at the moment, but I think that that's going to change. I'm assuming, but um, yeah, that's good to know. So excited to see, you know, there's been a lot more, I don't know if I want to call it like inter division play, you know, playing a, a lot of teams from other divisions, but getting to see a lot of teams that you don't usually see, is going to be fun. And hopefully same thing for the NCDC as well. Yeah. And I, I know that, like last year's USPHL Western Showcase that I went to, um, it was only the teams out of the West um, and not all the teams out of the West. So it wasn't all 18 teams that showed up for it, um, but it was a good number of teams. Uh, I think there was like four or five teams that didn't show. Uh, this year for the USPHL one uh, in Vegas uh, at the tier three level, it's going to be, uh, I think it's all 12 of the Northwest and Pacific teams, including like another six or seven uh, teams from outside the West. So that's really cool. And and want to thank those teams for making the trek out West to play in Vegas. Uh, they won't regret it. Um, looking at the NCDC website, it looks like it's the 2023 NCDC Frozen Futures Winter Showcase uh, from Thursday, December 14th through Saturday, December 16th um, at the Mountain America Center in Idaho Falls. Um, and it's going to be the NCDC's first ever Western Showcase. It'll feature all six NCDC Mountain Division teams playing over three days in one of the most exciting impact venues in the conference. So it doesn't look like a team is coming out from the East. But I also don't think any of the NCDC Western teams are going out East this year for any of their showcases either. So, so it's just the six Mountain teams in the showcase? Yes. But the difference is they all play in, again, that showcase feature, which means it's a lot easier for scouts and stuff to come in and witness players live and talk to players live if they're if they're scouting players uh, from those six teams. They can see them all in the same time, and I, I think they all play about at least three games minimum uh, during that time frame. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, in fact, let me look at the schedule. Let's check out the schedule because it should be a minimum of three. That's I think I think that can go without being said. Uh, uh, December, and then if I go to the showcase down here, it Is looks it like yeah, place that has multiple rinks. Um, I don't know if the Auto Falls uh, Mountain America Center has multiple rinks, but uh, yeah, it looks like it's just they all play once a day for three days. So okay. they just do kind of a round robin format. Then they all play each other ish. My math right there. Oh well, they'll, they'll, they won't all play each other, but you know that's a round robin. At least on Friday, there's three games, and then looking here on Saturday, uh, I'm seeing Ogden, Utah, Provo, yeah, and then on Sunday, um, 
or I guess Thursday. Yeah, it, that's what it is. They're all just going to play three games. It's going to, but I would go to that. Are you kidding me? Nine hours of hockey a day, uh, live <laughs> hockey. I love that. I love these showcases because I could just, I could live at showcase events. If someone could pay me to do that, I, I'd appreciate it. I'll just keep going <laughs> showcases. Honestly, I don't care if it's NCDC or NAL or OHL or, you know, CCHL. I'll, if you, you're going to pay me to go to showcases. I'm going to go to showcases. VIJHL. So, the VIJHL for sure. I don't know if the VIJHL has showcases here. Probably not. I'm going to have to figure that out while I'm here. Because <laughs> um, I don't, I, I can say I don't recall seeing anything, but I also really haven't looked into it much. So um, I'm, I'm assuming that the closest thing maybe the VIJHL would get to showcases when they get together maybe with the KIJHL and the PIJHL. Um, that the three kind of like uh, leagues here uh, in, in BC. So um, at that level. Uh, maybe they'll get together like that. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if the BCHL does it either, but things to figure out. But um, yeah, I think that's going to probably be a good place to wrap this up. What do you think? Sounds good. All right. Um, so we want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date. This is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris and Sam. Have a great day, hockey fans. And absolutely no Steve. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.